Today is Friday, February 24th, 2023, and this is the Primetime Podcast. I'm your host, co-host, Vacation, here with Goldie uh, to talk to you about everything that's happening in the parallel and echelon space. And um, well, I mean, big news this week, we heard about uh, Coinbase partnership, and I think that's probably one of the headlines. Um, but the bigger one, I would say, is the Alpha Access uh, just got out. So closed Alpha starts February 28th. And, uh, and Goldie, I think the community is pretty excited about hearing that they are, uh, they're getting in this game. <laughs> the hype is absolutely real. And it's super exciting. Yeah, definitely the most exciting point in time, I think, uh, just from hearing everyone on the team talk about how long they've been waiting for this moment, two years, a two year long process. And finally, people get to play the game besides the wardens and the testers. So super excited for it. Tuesday's going to be absolutely hype. Absolutely. And the uh, the minimum specs were released for the game. And of, of course, some uh, there was some discussion within the ecosystem and the community and discord about uh, what was necessary and uh, the the age old competition of Mac versus PC came up. So uh, but but guys, make sure you have a PC, make sure you've uh, you're following those specs that are provided because there will not be support provided for anything other than uh, folks on PC. Just get a PC, rent one if you have to, borrow one from a buddy, don't do any VM stuff, just stick yeah. with the PC. Pretty straightforward. Yeah, strong advice. Um, so some prime utility was teased. Uh, there are some additional things that have been talked about and uh, the Parallel team is is excited to release those. I think, I think Kalos pretty much wants to tell every community member literally everything that the team is working on, but he can't. And I know, I know it kills him every day. <laughs> you can tell he's working so hard to hold back and it's almost hard to keep track of all the different things that they're working on behind the scenes. So super excited to see what comes out next in terms of actual public facing, you know, content regarding uh, prime utility, but lots of good stuff in the works for sure. Yep. And, uh, Yesterday, Ready Player Dow shared uh, some gameplay video that was pre-recorded. They did part three, and uh, there was the actual alpha clients uh, that they shared. Uh, the team after after the fact, the parallel team after the fact, shared some some just like the raw video itself. So if you're interested in rewatching, like, oh hey, alpha clients out, I can see what it looks like. Check out the video the team shared because the quality is really good and. Um, there was some lag. The team's been um, there. There was some lag on the the stream, so just check out the the, the video that was uploaded to Twitter. Yeah, I mean, uh, Twitch streams always happen to have some blur. Some you know the the resolution is not always great when you're streaming on Twitch. So definitely check out the tweet. The video is nice and smooth and full res, so it looks really good. Yeah, it it really does the game justice. Um, I, I mentioned this before, the Coinbase uh, uh, affiliation. So Coinbase had a huge announcement that they are uh, you know, using Optimism as an L2. And so they included Parallel's logo as a, as a game partner in that. We don't really know much more about it at this point, but it looks to be a pretty exciting partnership. Uh, Coinbase is one of the industry leaders uh, and has really onboarded a large percentage of people that have come into the space. So it's, it's cool to see. 
Yeah, I think anything that makes the ecosystem more efficient and more polished and runs smoother, I'm all for it. I have to absolutely do some more reading there as well, but uh, excited to see the partnership and, and some of the shared tweets around that. Yeah, the blue circle was mysterious and then uh, it became uh, more clear. <laughs> so hopefully it was, more, there, more... Was some good, there were some good blue dot memes as well, for sure, <laughs> in the Discord over the past few days. That's right. Um, so since we last talked, Prime Event 5 was announced and uh, the distribution of the token um, to folks that qualify for it hasn't occurred yet. Uh, but the team at Echelon has said uh, should be sometime this week. They've been really super, super busy from uh, everybody's uh, understanding that yeah, they've got a lot going on with launch and um, maybe in, even some other alpha plan that they haven't shared yet. So uh, should be expected this week sometime. Yeah, just another thing to look forward to. Um, lots of prime emissions going out for this one. A lot of people were collecting cards leading up to it. And yeah, I can't wait to see what we all get. Yeah. Exactly. Um, the syncs, just a heads up to everybody, you know, token launches next week for prime, the prime token, which is the, uh, utility token for the echelon ecosystem, uh, and will be used in the game, uh, the parallel TCG card game, the syncs that exist. So that's autographs and, um, payload are, will be paused 48 hours prior to launch so just make sure you don't hit those uh you know prior to march 1st which we we believe is is the expected launch date uh of course we'll probably get more information as we get closer to that and then lastly the uh, avatars were teased so uh, there was a pretty cool teaser for uh avatars that was shared last week and we've gotten a few more throughout the week so uh really cool to see parallel uh take their spin on avatars. The ecosystem is, you know, it's not another 10K PFP uh, that <laughs> doesn't have any utility. So I think a lot of people were excited about getting a character and, and utilizing that in the game. However, that uh, eventually materializes. I don't, I don't know, Goldie, I got my eye on on the Earthen and the Mark, or excuse me, the Augen Core. I think those are the, those are the coolest right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm super excited to see what a lot of these Shroud avatars look like because they're such a mysterious parallel to begin with. Uh, but I'll be getting at least one of each. And like you said, the utility surrounding these avatars is going to be really interesting to see. Um, that's what I'm most looking forward to. I've got enough PFPs that just sit there in my wallet that I don't care about, but these are going to be very different, I believe. So looking forward to that. Exactly. Uh, it'll make all the mistakes that we made over the years uh, much better, right? Well, we <laughs> got we got some PFPs in the hidden folder, boys. It's it's uh, you know you're not getting two years in the space. You're bound to have a few, but I have a feeling these avatars are not going to be in any hidden folders. So that's right. Looking forward right. to it. So uh, that rounds out community quick hits, and uh, today we've got another guest for the show. Uh, one that is. Um, a part of the community. Uh, he's a warden. He is an apex predator in the alpha client. So just beware. Um, <laughs> but we are going to be talking to Astro today. Um, so for for all of you out there, uh, Astro the warden is with us today. So Astro, uh, welcome. Yeah, thank you guys for having me on. 
So let's get to know you just a little bit first so people can kind of understand who you are. So tell us about your background and uh, yeah, give everybody a flavor of, of who you are. Yeah, sure. So yeah, of course, I'm a warden for, for Parallel and I've been a part of the Discord community for, for a long time now, probably about a year and a half. I uh, got started around PD2 and uh, then was a warden right before PD3, um, getting ready for, for the front lines of that. I'm currently studying accounting and should be receiving uh, uh, my degree in that uh, soon. And as well, I've just kind of been like a, a hardcore gamer for, for basically all my life. So kind of mm-hmm. kind of fits well that I've gotten a parallel and, and crypto, which I haven't really been into the space for very long. Um, so there's just a little little quick brief hit on that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I remember us talking about that. We kind of got into parallel around the same time. Uh, PD2, we both had a really good pack drop and, uh, you know, turned that into uh, a deeper interest actually in the space and just kept uh, kept us going. Kind of like kind of like everybody else that once you once you get in, you're like you get hooked. Yeah, for sure. Definitely had a really good experience. PD2. Um, it was it was this whole new concept to me. I'd never been into nfts never bought an nft it was actually my first nft was buying uh Sweet. buying three core packs in pd2 uh through word of mouth a couple buddies uh they're like you really need to check this out and it was a couple friends of mine that were like yeah you shouldn't don't fade crypto you know don't fade crypto and um <laughs> I had a couple friends completely unrelated uh like a couple irl friends and a couple online friends that i both known for a really long time like within the span of the same like three days they're like don't fade crypto you need to check it out so i was like that's probably something uh, yep. And so I decided to, to dive in, and uh, I, I'd, I'd say got pretty lucky getting getting connected with the parallel uh, parallel guys. So, <laughs> so your buddies introduced you to parallel, like that's how you first learned about it, and you had a good PD two. Was it PD two pack drop? Yeah. Did you uh, did you return the favor? Did you send them like a common FE or something like that to say thanks? Yeah, yeah. Did you hook your, did you hook your boys up? <clears throat> so the one that got me into parallel also got packs of PD two. Um, but unfortunately, didn't stick around with the space or crypto, uh, really. So I still do keep connected with him though, and and give him <laughs> updates and, and kind of keep him keep him in the loop. Because because shout out to Dan, Dan Dan is the man. He's the guy that got me in. So <laughs> okay, Dan's the man, and he's down bad because he decided not to stick around with the project. So yeah. but Dan's still the man. Dan's got still it. the man. He may not be in crypto anymore, uh, but but Dan is the man for sure. Let's go. Well, and, uh, and it does, I, if you, if you care to share the story, you can or not, but I feel like you, you have also shared it with many people in your community too, family and friends, and, uh, you've actually had an impact there. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've had friends and family both get in a little bit into crypto. I've kind of helped, uh, uh, one of my direct family members, uh, was very interested uh, and so I, I obviously talk about Parallel and uh, I'm very excited and enthusiastic about it because when my family asks about you know, what I'm up to and whatnot, of course, Parallel is a, a topic. And so uh, <laughs> yeah. one one of my family members came to me and was like, hey, I'm, I'm actually interested in this. It seems like a cool, fun space and um, I'd like to get involved. And so I got a family member of mine hooked up and uh, they had a very incredible experience with the, the most recent pack drop, I'll say, the least. Uh, <laughs> I, I was uh, privileged enough to watch uh, real time someone pull a PK, uh, a direct wow. fan member of mine. So, so that was really exciting. Uh, obviously, I was ecstatic. They were sort of like, I'm not sure, but I'm also hyped. Um, <laughs> but but it, was, it was great. And uh, it's, it's been awesome to, to see. And, and they're obviously excited as well. So. Yeah, it's it's definitely impacted more than just me as an individual as well as my family. So. Really cool. 
Very cool. I love that. Um, so actually there was something that I wanted to bring up. It's not, it's not here in the, uh, discussion points that we've got, but the, it, it ties in nicely. So when we actually, we actually have met, uh, so we met in New York at the, uh, NFT NYC event. And one of the things that stuck out to me was, um, just your knowledge of the game. Um, so, so post reveal of the teaser video and echelon's announcement uh there was actually a, a a period of time where folks played the gray box uh, and when that happened uh astro you were pretty much the leader there for people trying to learn the game and you were explaining it to them so um talk a little bit about gaming and and understanding games and just how you um communicate about it because to me it made a lot of sense listening to you explain the steps that a player needed to go through during playing a game of parallel uh sure yeah um yes for just to start with like my background in gaming i've pretty much played probably about any genre you can think of um with tcgs actually being one of the only ones that i have never played before uh before (laughs) parallel actually um, so I think that definitely has has helped as as I do a lot of different activities in gaming. Um, I know on <clears throat> on our list here we have a few things about speedrunning and and world's first racing and stuff like that with other games that I get involved with. Uh, so I think probably that stuff I'd have to to credit just my experience long term of gaming and all the types of different genres I played and like team based games and working with people uh, helped a lot with that. But also, um, I think it was just yeah, I guess just a passion for the game kind of kind of led that charge at New York and, and the gray box was kind of just like, I was so excited about it. And, and it's just so exciting to see other people uh, finally get to see it. You know, uh, for those who went to the event in New York, you know what I'm referring to. Um, but yeah, that was just so exciting and, and a lot of fun to do. And I think that probably is kind of what pushed me to, to want to do that and kind of lead that charge and, uh, and help out with uh, teaching people how to get into it. That's awesome. Um, Let's talk about your favorite card. Which one is it? Do you have one? Do you have a few? And why is that? <clears throat> yeah, sure. So I've got actually two. So one that's just game related completely. And the second is more of just like my journey parallel related. Uh, so we'll start off with the the, the parallel journey. Um, would have to obviously be a PD2 card. It would be Memento of the Fallen. The the sticky knife. The infamous <laughs> sticky knife. Uh, that, nice. that card, I would say the art, but also just kind of the connection that card I have is... is very special because that is what kicked off my parallel journey it was ripping three core packs we pull a knife and then it was like wait a minute this is this is actually really crazy <laughs> um you know i've <laughs> never been into nfts i was like ah they sound kind of whatever but I, i'm not gonna call it a scam but i also have no idea about them so i kind of need to learn about them first and and so that experience kind of kick-started all of like the uh i guess Kind of made everything click with crypto and NFTs. So that card, I would have to attribute kind mm. of as the start start of my journey to be uh, one of my favorite cards because of that. And then the second card, I would say, would have to be Ranksy uh, for, mm. for gameplay perspective side of things. Uh, because nice. the things you can do with Ranksy uh, is, is very unique uh, and exciting and, and just gives you kind of that, that back pocket edge where it's like, oh, you, you think you've got something cooking over here? Well, check this pull, <laughs> you know, throw out that Ranksy. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> nice. Which uh, which sticky knife did you get? I pulled the blue. We pulled blue. Blue knife. Nice. The blue knife. Yep. Very nice. That was the start. The start of young Astro's journey in PD two. 
So you enjoy playing with Ranksy. I get that. She's, they are powerful. It's, it's an interesting card. Um, uh, but you mentioned this before. You, you've never played TCGs prior to playing Parallel. But uh, as I alluded to earlier, you you kick pretty much everybody's butt, uh, except for maybe <laughs> save, save like Bavin or uh, maybe some of the, the devs. Um, so what do you think about, uh, makes you good at this game like why why do you think you are good and how did you pick it up so quickly um i guess that would just probably be my experience with other games uh and applying similar strategy uh i, I think one of the biggest things that keep in the back of my mind when i try to learn strategy games or uh, or a new game is is in order to win you have to know how you can lose and so that's probably my main like i guess thesis if we'll say of like how i kind of looked at parallel was okay what are they playing against me? What do they potentially have that will make me lose or that they're trying to get to to win? Um, and mm. how can I make sure I'm ready to stop that from happening or shut it down when it does happen? And I think mm. that probably, like that perspective uh, has helped me a lot with uh, with the learning curve. Um, so definitely learning all the cards, what they do and how you can lose. That would be what I would say probably helped me a lot. That's uh that's an unreal perspective and really cool. And I was really curious with the the experience you have in team-based gaming. What skill from those titles or from that experience do you think has translated the most to parallel? Mm, for team-based games, it's it's an interesting question because parallel is a very individual-based game. Right. Yeah, um, and that's kind of what I was alluding to is is it's such a different dynamic when it's just all in your own head. So, what do you feel like and and I know from experience Astro is really good. He kicked my butt literally yesterday, I think <laughs> twice. And I may have caused one damage to face, maybe. Um so so yeah, I'm just curious about what's going on in your mind and what do you think besides what you just said? What uh what have you pulled from team-based games that's helping you in parallel? From team-based games, probably the ability to, uh, what, what's the word here? I don't know if omnipresent would be the right word, but just being aware of everything that's going on. Awareness, like in a team-based yeah. game, you need to know what's happening with everyone uh, almost at all times, especially with other things I do uh, in the games I play. You kind of have to be aware of what everyone else is doing and then what you're doing and what should be happening. And so I think mm -hmm. that probably translated well because back to my, you have to know how you can lose in order to win. Um, you have to kind of be aware of like what cards are potentially drawn. You know, if you're playing new against New Dawn or something, you should be keeping track of that all the time. Um, but more so of just like awareness of your own deck as well as the other player's deck, because you know, if I'm playing Shroud, Goldie throws out three erasures on me. I'm, I know I'm good to go on, on letting something rip that might be something I've been kind of sandbagging or holding back. So probably that that awareness uh, would probably be what I would say has has uh, crossed over the most from the team based games. Very cool. Yeah. And I know from, again, from experience playing you, um, it's really enjoyable because you'll actually commentate a little bit. And you mentioned, you, you know, while we're playing each other, I learn a lot because you're actually doing some of that. You're vocalizing some of the things that's going through your mind, which is super awesome. And I think that's going to be super valuable. You know, like you said, when you start teaching some people during closed alpha, um, very, very insightful and it can be frustrating to play against you, but the learning curve is, is <laughs> for me. And, and that's one thing I notice is like, I'm so narrowly focused on just the cards that I have in my hand and trying to make the right play and trying to decide which card to bank. I haven't gotten to that point in, in my caliber of play, which is very, very, very low compared to a lot of these other guys. 
of understanding what the other opponent may have in his or her hand. So I think you make a really good point. That's really cool to hear that transference of skill um, from pe- team-based games to uh, an individual game like Parallel. That's something that happens to me too. I, you know, I get tunnel vision. I'm not paying attention or something right. does happen. And I'm like, oh, wait, what was that? Um, so Asho, how would you, what would you recommend to people? Like, uh, are you reading through like card functions or are you just grinding hours and learning by playing? Um, I think a little, a little bit of both, right? I think people are looking at this and they're like, man, this mountain of cards, these mountain of functions. Um, but let me assure you when you start playing, it does, it does get easier and, and you do learn and remember what the cards do. Uh, like over time, eventually you'll, you'll know every card. Uh, and I mm-hmm. know a lot of people that may be listening are like, man, there's you know hundreds of cards. How am I supposed to know them all? But trust me, just by like probably a combination of just reading the functions, but also just grinding out the games through experience, you will you will know all the cards. Um, and I think that that there's a combination of both just grinding. I know in the gray box alone, I probably had what maybe six to seven hundred matches played in the short span we had the gray box. Um, and and then also just like everyone else, theory crafting, reading through the cards, enjoying the art, all, all of it will just kind of tie together uh, to, to yeah. help that learning curve and that experience kind of uh, come together. So your advice to the alpha client folks that got access is uh, quit your jobs, basically? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be, be a full-time student, um, have a lot of time to play parallel, <laughs> and uh, grind out games. <laughs> I know we're joking, but I think Gakosa in Discord today was like, I've been trying to clear my calendar like all week in preparation. <laughs> so like I can, I know people are like putting off meetings and not Let's doing go. things or like knocking stuff out now so that they can clean out the days and then like not making plans on the weekends. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say is I've been working so hard to clear my schedule for next weekend because I'm so ready to just put the hours in and it was really funny seeing in discord when everyone got their emails, that exact discussion is like, how do I get out of X, Y, and Z? I've got this trip planned. I'm going to be on a boat. Well, I guess I'm not going on that vacation anymore. You know what I mean? Like it was awesome to see everyone's reactions when they realized they finally got in. Yeah, it's pretty wild. It's good stuff. I mean, everybody's excited, right? This is what everybody's been waiting for. So two years, um, man, like <laughs> some of us have been waiting two years, some of us a year and a half, whatever the case may be. I just think about the team and the guys that have put in guys and girls that have put in hours beyond hours to get to this point, how exciting it must be. And I know we spoke to CL last time and we've been, you know, hearing from him every day. He's just so jacked to have more people playing the game and to see other people playing the game. And that's really, really exciting to think about how many matches and how much crap talking is going to be going back and forth over the next month. Settle it on the battlefield. We're going to have to settle it on the battlefield. (laughs) Absolutely. That's right. Uh, we, we, we we joked about proximity chat last time, but I don't think that's a good thing for the (laughs) game. Like, cause you definitely, you definitely throw out some expletives when you're like, Oh, you (laughs) have a, have a misplay or whatever. Let's talk about uh, where you're going to rank in this oh, uh, in this space. <laughs> Are you going to be a top 10, top 100, top 1,000? I honestly have no board? idea, right? Like, I'm not sure. Like, I have a very small sample size of experience and people to play against. So for all I know, I could walk into a brick wall here when all these other gamers get their hands on. So I honestly don't have a projection or even a good guess of where I'll end up. 
Uh, I hope <laughs> I'll remain competitive, but I'm not going to blind myself here by thinking that I'm super good because I know there's a lot of people uh, out there that are definitely a bigger brain than I am. So <laughs> I wouldn't sell yourself I, I, short, man. I, I think you're going to be top. You'll be up there. Um, you just have a knack for gaming. That's Personally, that's how I feel about it. Yeah, I have him projected top 25. Okay, nice. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm saying top 25 because I, I know that, like you said, there's a, there's a lot of good big brain, big brain TCG players that have alpha access. So I still think you end up, I, man, maybe top 10, maybe top 10. It's hard to say, but uh, at least top 25, Astro. You've got that in the bag. I think. Well, now, now I've got some expectations to live up to here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, put some pressure on. It's competitive pressure. That way, you can't. You're not going to be slacking. I'll have a small edge, right? I'll have a couple. Well, how long have we been able to play the game for now? It, it's been it's been a while now, so I'll have a little bit of an edge, hopefully. Yeah. To, uh, mm-hmm. well, I bet a lot of people will learn quick. They'll learn. Right. They'll learn quick. That's right. So uh, we've talked a lot about Parallel, but what what other games are you playing right now? What are you uh, what are you um, doing outside of uh, Parallel Alpha client stuff? Um, man, there's there's a lot actually. Like I said, I've I've basically been gaming for as long as I can remember, uh, and competitively gaming. I'd say right now, Counter Strike, of course, is a is a cornerstone. So so CS:GO, uh, obviously, my big main games that I've uh, kind of done some content creation and streaming around have been uh, the division two and and destiny two so those are uh, definite cores for me that i always go back to and then i've recently picked up escape from tarkov uh and have been really putting my uh my nose to the grindstone uh on on that one uh recently so i'd say those those are the kind of games i'm, I'm gaming outside of parallel which as you can tell all those genres are not tcgs <laughs> um my my main uh Forte would be like the FPS and like competitive shooters, uh, MMORPG type games. So, gotcha. Yeah, no, I I realized that when we played Halo together last year, um, and you were <laughs> basically like just purely cracked. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was pretty fun. I was like, I want Astro on my team every time we went into <laughs> those that. Those were those were the simple days. That was. Uh... Kind of the the path to Warden for for most of us, right? Just kind of a bunch of guys gaming together, having a good time. Just that's kind of where it mm. all started. Yep, absolutely. Um, so uh, speaking of which, you you actually do some competitive speed running. So, what games do you uh, speed run or game, and um, have you speed run any other games besides the main one you're focused on right now? Uh, yeah, sure. So as I mentioned, uh, the Division Two. So Tom Clancy's the Division Two is a big one. Uh, that was the one I started on where there were raids in that game, eight-player raids, so it goes back to the team play, um, mm-hmm. where I've uh, held multiple world records in that game, uh, and my team has basically, um, how would I structure it, uh, essentially set up the strats and kind of created everything uh, that everyone kind of uses as a foundation now, kind of like uh, push the limits of, of the game itself. And so that game kind of really got me started on speedrunning uh, content creation as well, I have a YouTube channel that has a bunch of guides on like how we figured out this stuff, how how to do the strategies for the eight players, um, as well as like our world record runs and stuff that I think now uh, kind of went into retirement per se for for that with my main team. We've all kind of uh, took a took an extended break from that game, so other crack gamers have taken up the mantle by now. Um, but it's <laughs> really cool to see the evolution of of the strats that we set out in place and watch other people really grind. 
Um, and we've set up a little community around that with like a Discord and stuff uh, where we have a, a couple thousand people hanging out and talking about speedrunning. So that's been cool. Um, and then Destiny 2, we uh, briefly visited that game again, another FPS kind of looter shooter with raids, um, but six players instead of eight. Um, and we, we kind of lightly dabbled, but nothing too crazy. Uh, we more so focus on like the world's first race. So think of like World of Warcraft or something where there's a new raid that comes out with an expansion. And then there's a release time for that raid. And then you, you race against the entire world to see who beats it first. Um, and so that's okay. something else that, that uh, my team and I partake in. Uh, mainly for like the speed running and, and world's first race side of things in my, my gaming career. Okay. And go ahead, Goldie. Oh, I was just going to say you, you kind of brushed over it very quickly, but you said you set some world records. What exactly was the record? Was it just the amount of time it took you to get through division two? Yeah. So the world records we set were for both raids, um, which are the eight player activities, which have uh, a series of bosses and mechanics tied to those boss fights. So think of it as like a small encounter where there's uh, certain mechanics you have to do in order to, you know, kill a boss or, or move on. Um, <clears throat> and so for both of the raids in that game, there's only two currently, uh, we, we kind of designed and set up the way to f complete it in the most uh, efficient amount of time. So we have set world records of being the fastest to clear both of those raids uh, in, in the Unreal. world and kind of set up those... Uh, the strategies around that and how to do that. So when I refer to like world records, it's uh, for speed running and uh, just being the fastest people in the world to clear the, uh, the activity. Amazing. So you're not only doing the theory crafting around it, but then you actually have to go out and execute it flawlessly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that would be my favorite, my, my favorite part in my forte is kind of uh, the theory crafting and like solving and figuring out the, the strategies uh, and figuring out how to apply them. Uh, so that's kind of been like what I've enjoyed a lot. I've not never really been like a grinder where it's just like, okay, we know what to do. Let's just grind it out and try to get it the best time as possible. It's more of we kind of push the envelope, uh, come up with the new things, uh, show off the new things and share it with people to see where they can take it. Uh, and through that, it just kind of naturally pushed us to be the fastest because we're doing all these unorthodox things uh, that kind of break the the raids and the encounters to uh, to let us go uh, to go really fast. Mm. So. Ah, see, now it makes sense why there's a skill transference to <laughs> parallel. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense now. So that's that's really cool, man. That's amazing to have a world record under your belt uh, for something like that. That's I've seen some speed runs for some other games, and it blows my mind how you even discover some of the holes or some of the gaps oh, yeah. um, in the game. So that. That makes a lot of sense why you're so you're so good at parallel for sure. <laughs> awesome. And uh Astro, so would you say like that probably is the different differentiator between a good speedrunning team and a bad speedrunning team is you're willing to try new things and you're willing to like change it up as opposed to just grinding it out and, and bumping your head against the wall? Yeah, absolutely. I think viewing things as kind of like a holistic point of view, uh, but as well as like the minute details is really important where it's like, okay. What we're trying to do is this, um, and then obviously you have everyone, you have all eight people working together to to do that one goal as fast as they can, but then there's that individual level where it's like, okay, what can I do that I'm responsible for and to make it more efficient or uh, or better and improve on my own role rather than just going, okay, this is what I need to do. I've kind of figured out a system to get it done, but then you don't really push it any further to to improve upon that current system that you've already kind of set up or that you've you know borrowed from someone else because speedrunning really is okay, these guys did this, this was really smart, or this worked really well, we're going to do the same thing and make it better. Um, yeah. So I definitely say that would be the di differentiator there, would be 
you, you keep pushing forward and trying to find new things rather than just being like, okay, this is what's set up. Just do that cut and paste without thinking about it or, or really thinking about why you're doing it. And I think that's probably what separated my team from, from other teams is like, okay, here's what people have done, but what else can we do differently to make that better or faster? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Bringing it all back to parallel because, you know, all roads, all roads lead back to parallel. Um, <clears throat> while you're speed running the uh, alpha client and the leaderboard, <laughs> <clears throat> What 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 is going to have you most excited about parallel in twenty twenty three? Is it just people getting the the game in hand? Which I say is it just like that's a huge thing. But what what exactly do you think it is? Yeah, I think that would would have to be it for me. Really, just getting to uh, watch other people learn the game, um, go through those same experiences we went through. You know, the first night we got access to Graybox, it was what eight nine hours straight, some, something <laughs> around there, where we're just really grinding it out. Uh, so I think really seeing those uh, those experiences for people has me most excited, for sure. Because all these new people are going to come in, uh, they're going to be able to see the product that's been built for the past couple of years. You know, the, oh, was it even real? You know, all all the trolls on Twitter or whatever. Uh, but finally, actually get to get their hands on the game and and see what's been made. I think will be uh, really exciting because you know we've been pretty pretty tight lipped. We're not allowed to talk about a lot of things, um, and so it's kind of just been. We sit there in silence and we're like, man, if only, if only they knew, you know, <laughs> how many times we said that while we're playing or whatever, if only they knew, you know, and finally they get to know, finally they get to see it. And so it's going to be a lot of fun to, to yeah. watch that happen uh, real time. Awesome. Well, it's cool. really cool when we hear from people like wardens or team members and they're almost more excited to see other people play finally than they are just getting the chance to play themselves. I think that's a really good sign of a community that's very tight knit and is in it for the right reasons. And yeah, I I really like when I I remember the gray box when I first got access to the gray box and the the av season was over everything over and everything and it was summertime. Just like enjoying watching you guys play each other. And some of the banter going back and forth and the discussions taking place. And that was an unreal learning experience for myself. Someone who maybe was a little bit hesitant to dive right in and play guys like you and, and um, Bovin and some of the other, the other uh, wardens and, and team members, but just listening to the discussions and the strategies being shared and, Oh, I thought you were going to do this. And then you ended up doing that is, is really, really informative. And I think that's going to help a lot of the people that are in the closed alpha that may be a little hesitant to jump into like a ranked game or whatever the case may be. So I'm excited to, to see a lot of that as well. Just the discussions taking place on strategies. Yeah, absolutely. Astro, do you want to, you can, if you want to or not, but do you want to share your, the, um, the information about the world record um, streams that you guys have uh, for YouTube, so people can find them if they want to look them up. Yeah, sure. Uh, I think they're not they're, they're not the current world records anymore. Of course, as I mentioned, uh, we were kind of retired in a way where we've kind of stepped away from the game, and necessarily game state isn't really what uh, my team and I are happy with. Uh, but you can check out all that stuff that I've done on YouTube at it's Astro, so I T S and then A S T R O with. Uh, nice. My, my logo is being just like a letter A. Um, and awesome. so I've got all my stuff on there, uh, mentioning the world records as well as like the strategy guides and stuff. So you can kind of get a, a feel for like the game I'm referring to and uh, and kind of where my background comes from because there's definitely been a lot of time, a lot of time spent over 
over on the Division <laughs> 2 and, and Destiny 2 yeah. for, for both speedrunning and the world's first racing stuff. Which, uh, in fact, the same time as the launch for Closed Alpha, they'll be getting ready, or my team and I will be getting ready for, for another world's first race oh uh, on Destiny 2. So there'll be a lot of a lot of me juggling between uh, <laughs> Parallel and, and Destiny as we get ready for trying to get that, that belt, uh, that number one placement on uh, the first ever clear for the upcoming raid in that game. So. Well, uh, records are meant to be broken, so don't worry about that. And you still, <laughs> you still hold a world record, so that's awesome. And then Sick, yeah. clearly you're going to be very, very busy here very soon in March. So I'm, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. So what, what you're saying is play Astro next week as soon as you can while he's distracted with his <laughs> other big project. So it might be the only chance to get a, get some uh, get some damage on the boy. Uh, I'm not sure what I'm gonna do because it's gonna be like, do I show my hand? You know, all these new, all these, this fresh blood coming in. Do I just, do I, do I play my decks? Do I just watch them play? You know, the decisions. It's like, do I give away the the strats here? Do we, yeah, do we show off the, the constructed decks or or not? <laughs> if uh, whatever happens, I know you're gonna raise their game and they'll help you raise yours. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Well, Astro, thanks so much. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on here, talking to us about your experience, uh, letting the the community know a little bit more about you and mm-hmm. and uh, how much of a badass gamer you are. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for having me on. It's it's been an absolute pleasure, and it's always great to uh, to chat with you guys for sure. 